0: NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit TheRinger.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-100-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com slash RG.
1: or Its affiliates,
2: welcome into a Tuesday edition of East Coast Bias. It's Joe House, Raheem Palmer, John G. And in light of everything that happened yesterday, and it's still a little queasy, quite frankly, talking about what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, we're putting all of our NFL conversations on hold. We're praying for DeMar Hamlin, we're praying for his family. It's a brutal, brutal situation across the board. It's one that, quite frankly, I'm uncomfortable talking about as a whole. So out of respect for everything that's going on this week, we're putting our week 18 conversation on hold and we're rooting, we're praying, we're doing everything in our power to root for a speedy recovery for DeMar Hamlin. So very, very tough situation last night in the Monday night football game. Uh, Fellas, as we try to make light of something that will put us in a better mood because that was such a downer yesterday, that's such a gut punch yesterday. We will do a little NBA here from a wagering perspective. House, are you ready to start buying into the Brooklyn Nets? I know you've been selling their stock. I know you've been like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. This team just keeps winning games, man. The, the net fan who, they're like five of them in New York City, they chirp at me like every chance they get. They're like, JJ, you're not buying in. Your boy House, he's not buying in. So I'll give you the floor on this one first, buddy.
3: J.J., I don't want to sound like a broken record. It's the Brooklyn Nets. I admire (laughs) what they're doing. I'm happy to see it. This is the version where we were all during the summer saying, yo, KD, just shut the fuck up and go play, bud. You got a pretty good basketball team. They built you a pretty nice basketball team here. If everybody can be on the same page, if all the misbehavior and the acting out can be cast aside, It's a pretty interesting basketball team that should be in the upper echelon of the East. And here we are. Now, what I'm interested in from a gambling perspective is, do we catch this hot wave that they're on? Because the forecast for the rest of the season remains as murky as always. It's the Brooklyn Nets. Somebody's going to do something stupid. And I'm really, really, really rooting against it. I said this last week. I'll knock on wood again so everybody can hear it. Please, KD, don't get hurt. Please keep playing exceptional basketball, but you know we don't have a lot of track record in years past that that support that this team is going to go through the second half of the season with the same good fortune that they have enjoyed. I'm rooting for it, but they're eight and four against the spread over these this this twelve game winning streak, and so I'm still looking for uh, lines opportunities to to jump in on them when when it's right, and that and that's that's it. I mean. Let's just enjoy it. It's KD at the at the top of his mid-range powers. It's a
0: it's a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, we look at this Nets team, they're first in offensive rating over the last two weeks, scoring 128 points per one to possessions. And believe it or not, they're first in defense, right? That's now. the key so, to
2: me, Raheem. That's the key yeah. to me. I'm glad that you brought that up. We can rave until the Cows come home about Brooklyn and what they do from an offensive standpoint. I'm so glad you brought this up. Raheem, since Jock Vaughn has taken over the Brooklyn Nets, if you don't play defense, your ass is on the bench. Like, you're not playing. Like, that to me is something that's commendable now in the way Brooklyn has built their rotation. Those defensive numbers, Raheem, can you believe you're spitting those out when
0: it comes to Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, it's it's shocking, but I mean, when you look at the fact that they got Ben Simmons, who's basically playing the Draymond Green role, uh, and then you just got a lot of guys who are just—I mean—they're stepping up. Even Kevin Durant. Like, I mean, you look at some of the clips. Um, you know, against the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, he was playing tough defense on Luka Doncic. So it's just, I I just love the way this team is playing. Kyrie Irving has just, I mean, since getting dropped from Nike, he's been an absolute monster. Over this win streak. he's averaging 29.8 points per game on like 51% shooting, 43% from three, and 94% from the line. So, I mean, you guys saw that dunk that he had last night. I mean, this guy's at the top of his game right now. So between him and Durant, uh, um, obviously, you got Ben Simmons, you got shooters on this team. I think this team is a legit contender as long as they stay healthy. And, I mean, we all know that's, that's like House set. That's a problem when it comes to Kevin Durant. Obviously, he had that Achilles injury. And then Kyrie Irving, he's never really been able to stay healthy throughout the course of his career. So, I mean, it's exciting the fact that he started 27 games this year. Raheem, from an MVP market standpoint,
2: mm-hmm. obviously, Luka going for a record-setting type of game against the Knicks, that's going to change the narrative a little bit. Jokic has put up the numbers all year. Tatum has put up the numbers all year. Would you be willing at eight and a half to one or nine to one to consider the idea of getting involved in Kevin Durant for league MVP Well, you're not willing to buy that?
0: I think that is tough, just because when you look at what Jokic is doing right now, it looks like it's going to be a two-player race between Jokic and Luka right now. I mean, they're just putting up otherworldly stats, and I think when it comes to the when it comes to Kevin Durant, they're going to need to have the one seat. and I don't know if they're going to pass Boston. I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving could possibly cancel each other out. I just think the way Jokic is just playing and the way Luka is playing, I don't think you can go away from either of those two guys. House, you intrigued? I'm not. And the reason is
3: because I don't feel like you're getting compensated enough at single digit odds for the injury risk.
2: The durability, think, totally yeah, fair.
3: Because you're, you, you he won't win it if he only plays, you know, in the in the low 60s and that um has been, you know, his his record over the last half decade. He, he the, the most number of games he's likely to play Again, I'm not rooting for it. I, I, I love it when he's playing, um, but I, I, I'm just not going to step in at anything less than like 12 to 1 because uh, it's just not worth the
2: speculation. So you look right now at the Eastern Conference, fellas, Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philadelphia. That's your top five? House, I, I would argue at some point, now I don't know what the order necessarily is going to be, but when we're sitting here in April or May and talking about the NBA postseason, to me, those are the five best teams in the Eastern Conference. Fair to say?
3: Yeah, the only team that I see that that could make a move and really jump up in there, and and they've been in fits and starts as Miami, and that's just because of of the the toughness of that squad and how you know they've been there. They could go on a, on a mini win streak. I don't think uh, I, I, we're going to see Toronto. I think I'm going to lose all the money I may I, I put out there on Toronto Futures. I'm kissing that goodbye. I feel like they're lined up to be sellers. The interesting thing in terms of that order that you talked about, in view of Spider Mitchell's 71 last Whoa. night, how mm. about it? Uh, you know, I wonder, do we speculate a little bit about them as an Eastern Conference finalist? Are we, are we there? Like, that's why he joined that team. This was the version of Cleveland. He single-handedly, you know, it's a Monday night in January after the holidays. And he just said, refuse to lose. I'm not going to let this team lose. He made a a, a play to put it into overtime all by his own self. And, you know, this is the version of of Donovan Mitchell. Everybody was sort of begging for out in Utah. He's in the right place at the right time. Is there any reason to speculate a little bit on some Cleveland action? Dream, what do
0: you think? You know, I always tell people this, right? You got Michael Jordan. You got Luka Doncic. You got Allen Iverson. Kevin Durant. Jerry West. LeBron James. Those are the only six players who have a higher playoff scoring average than Donovan Mitchell. Wow. You great add, nugget. You know, dream. Great bam, nugget. Yeah. <laughs> so you add Donovan Mitchell to a Cleveland... Cavaliers team, which is one of the best defenses in the league, and we saw that last year. What was their issue last year? They had nobody other than Darius Garland who, who can score. And the injuries. You have the, the injuries were a factor too. Let's yeah, be fair. Sure. They broke now down you at have the, end the, of the year. seventh. Now you have the seventh highest playoff score on your team, a guy who can drop seventy-one, and they didn't have Darius Garland last night. So to me, I think this Cleveland team is is serious, and I, I think oh. that, I mean. When you when you can defend on a level of Cleveland, you can, you can rebound. I mean, you got Jared Allen, you got Evan Mobley. This is a team that can win the East. I, I'm going to be honest with you. And it's just, well, like, I'm looking at the t- I'm glad that you mentioned that Raheem.
2: They are 20 to one right now to win the NBA title. I think that's good value. Now, I, I don't know if Cleveland with their inexperience as a whole outside of Donovan Mitchell would have enough to get through the likes of let's say Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Boston if they're matching up in the postseason. But from a number from a numbers perspective alone, 20 to 1, I'd be willing to invest. I don't think that's a bad number.
0: Are you guys familiar with um, SRS? So there's no, a thing called SRS that we use in the um, basketball community. It's called Simple Rating System, a team rating which takes into account average point differential and strength of schedule. Okay. Um, the rating is dominated by points below and above average where zero is average. So when you look at SRS right now, the best team in the league is the Boston Celtics. You know who the second best team is? The you Cleveland, Cavaliers. Up for me. Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How close are so, they? I get they gotta be pretty close, right? So you have Boston at 6.03. You have Cleveland at 5.03. I think the next best team is actually the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I think that's I mean, they're they're a little shaky. They tend to blow teams out, but I mean SRS tends to have predictive impact um, going on, so it's it's a tool that I like to use all the time. So I mean, if you look at the like the Milwaukee Bucks in comparison, they're at one point seven six. <laughs> How are you
2: willing? I feel like that twenty to one and Raheem's sales pitch right there has me. Even though I don't ultimately see Cleveland with their inexperience as a team, it, it just the, the history of the league tells us young teams they gotta have a pitfall or two. In a legitimate postseason series before they get to the top of the mountain, but man, twenty to one is a juicy number right there. Like I'm intrigued.
3: I don't want to bet them to win the NBA Finals. I'm I'm fine with the East. What's the number for the East? Them winning so, the Eastern the Conference? East ten mm-hmm. to 10 to one. See so double mm-hmm. digits. I. See, I'm going to take the
2: twenty. I'm just going to take the twenty to one.
3: I'll hedge out if I get it. That introduces a whole additional level of of inexperience and competition that not one dude on that team can 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 really uh, have an orientation with. The the East is a different animal, right? They play. They're going to play all these teams enough, and there is playoff chops amongst the the Cavs sufficient to, to for me, you know, like the path to them winning the East is something like, um, Katie or Kyrie have an injury during the playoffs and Bede is a little dinged up during the playoffs. So it's something they go head to head against the Celtics and, you know, they figure something out. It, it's somewhere in there where, you know, it's a little bit wonky, the path for them to get to mm-hmm. these conference finals and then ultimately to pull it off. But, you know, we, we, we've we seen it over the last handful of years. I mean, you know, some of the teams that made the Portland Trailblazers and and, and Denver Nuggets, when Denver wasn't at the height of its powers, both made it to the uh, Western Conference Finals in the last handful of years, and we would not have said either one of those teams going into it were sort of of, of that caliber. So that's the kind of pathway I see for Cleveland, and I, I'm more inclined to do
2: uh, an Eastern Conference bet than a, than a win the title bet. Fair enough. Okay, Western Conference right now, fellas. It's wide open. I mean, let's be real. You look at the Vegas odds for the Western Conference. Phoenix, who I just saw get obliterated by the Knicks 24 hours ago. No Devin Booker. They're the favorites at plus 350. Clippers, Raheem's team is at plus 400. Warriors, all their issues on the road. And the Curry injury, they're at 500. Denver's at 500. Memphis is at 550. New Orleans is plus 900. Raheem, I I feel like FanDuel is telling us They have no idea who they like in the Western Conference right now, and they're just going to kind of throw a bunch of odds up at the board and say, hey, go get them, fellas. Take what you want.
0: I mean, I can tell you right now that FanDuel's odds on Phoenix is completely wrong. I mean, they're not winning the West. They they just aren't. And there's no reason why they should be favorites at all. I mean, I think I broke it down for you last year on, I think, my first podcast here. Phoenix just not, does not fit a profile of a championship team. They're a perimeter-oriented team that just doesn't take a lot of threes. And you got an older Chris Paul who always melts down in the playoffs. I just don't think this team is good enough. So I, I there's no reason they should be favorites if you ask me. Now, I think it's a two team. It's a two or three team race. Like if you ask me, I think it's Golden State because we all see right now how they're performing without Steph Curry. This is going to benefit them in the long run. You got guys stepping up: Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson. You got um Dante Di- Divincenzo. Jonathan Kaminga looks like a I mean he's a he's a like a guy that you can kind of just stick on the other team's best offensive player and he can cause some issues. Draymond Green in any other year if the Warriors were just performing better, he he would be a candidate for defensive player of the year. That's how well he's playing defensively. So I think they they figure things out in the road. I think they're going to be fine. Now, the other two teams I really like are the Denver Nuggets, who are the one seed right now. And obviously, I still like the Los Angeles Clippers. I think, you know, they haven't had everybody healthy, but this is still one of the best defenses in the league. They can shore up that offense. I think it's between those three teams.
2: I'm with you on that. House, you know I'm invested in Denver at the beginning of the year. Jokic is doing his usual thing. But the Warriors are the type of team, man. You know, as long as they're hanging around, as long as they find a way to be ripe going into the most important time of the year, beating that team in a best out of seven series, uh, I got that's that's where I get a little queasy, man. Not gonna well, lie. Well,
3: that's I, those are the two teams to me. It's Denver and Golden State, and that's who I really want to see in the Western Conference Finals. I think it would be a fascinating Finals. I think Jokic is the one player, and this is not unique to Golden State. It's it's true of everybody that would just is he's so such a one of one. Uh, in terms of of his skill set i i i think he's more of a threat than than doncic than luka um especially in a in a playoff kind of setting where you know you have to really tighten stuff up tighten up rotations tighten up um the offensive sets cuz the team's gonna see knows what you want to do every single time. Um, I just think uh, that the, what what Doncic represents in terms of the challenge makes that a very very rich competition. I'm glad that we mentioned Phoenix. It is true that they're grossly mispriced. There are two teams that I'm hunting against a spread every single night. It's it's Atlanta and it's Phoenix, and Atlanta is uh, especially one you could try and go make a little b- bank on. I mean, at some point the books are going to start pricing this. They're 4 and 10 against the spread since the beginning of of December. You can you can you can grab something on them. They had the easiest schedule through this portion of, of the year. They're about to go on the road in the West Coast. They lost their first West Coast game against the Warriors in fairly spectacular fashion last night <laughs> 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 with, with the way the Golden State, you know, managed that 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 comeback. Um, but the 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 Hawks and the and the Suns are the two teams against the spread that I'm hunting. I'm looking for opportunities to bet against them every single time they show up on the card.
2: I'm right there with you with Atlanta. That's a team you want to fade. They got all sorts of turmoil. You had those Trey Young rumors that popped up a couple of days ago. Raheem, I think about disappointments. They are right now at the top of the list to me. When I think about NBA disappointments, I thought Atlanta was going to be a playoff team. I thought Atlanta was going to bounce back. Clearly, what they did two years ago, where they made it to an Eastern Conference Final and they beat the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, uh, don't, don't, don't remind well, me. No, 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 they beat my team. <laughs> they beat my team too. Your team, though, you know, had the we meltdown the of all meltdowns. Seed. We
0: had no business losing that series. Um, well, you know why you
2: lost that series. You had a player who was incapable of making a layup or putting a dunk into the basket. So <laughs> that, that doesn't help, bro. You know that doesn't help.
0: I, yeah, I mean, that, that was frustrating for me. I I blame Tobias a little bit more than Ben Simmons there. I think he was, like, four for 24 in Game 7. Um, I actually was at Game 7, so that was, like, re- really hurtful. But when it comes to this Atlanta Hawks team, I mean, f- to give up all those picks for DeJounte Murray and be in the position that they are in now, I mean, it's just... It's very disappointing. I think the biggest thing is that this offense has completely fallen off a cliff. I mean, you look at the last couple of years, this was a team that was based on offense and they couldn't really stop anybody. They're down to 22nd in offensive rating this year. And I'm really not a fan of Trey Young. I mean, right now it's like, he's, he's basically a, a coach killer right now. And, you know, he makes a lot of bad decisions. But I mean, the one thing I will say is that they got rid of Kevin Herter, and Kevin Herter is basically – hes he moved over to Sacramento. He's become like a new Splash Brother. So I just think this team has made all the wrong moves. Um, I think eventually Nate McMillan is going to be leaving. So, they I mean, this we're going to figure out if they're going to trade John Collins, but, I mean, I think this team is just – they're falling apart. <laughs> that has more potential, and I'm with you, House. We
2: got to keep fa- – we need to keep looking into fading their markets as much as humanly possible. Because the books, for whatever the reason, have not adjusted enough with the Atlanta factor. Maybe they're giving them too much credit for whatever the reason. I don't know. I don't want to tip them off.
3: But uh, they're now uh, out of the the play-in. I got to make sure, if we're going to talk NBA, that we catch the team from D.C. who's been on a little bit of a heater. I mean, Dream and I got together. JJ you, you were running late. I think you had to get a coffee or something before one of our East Coast bias uh, Tuesday shows. But I told Dream maybe around Christmas time, keep an eye on this Washington team. They've they got healthy is the single biggest thing. They got back all of the guards that they had, you know, off in the off season, um, pulled in to to bolster the the front court rotation, I mean the back court rotation. Delon Wright has been, you know, he's a professional veteran basketball player. And and Monty Morris can play point guard, and Will Barton can score, and he can score from a couple different ways. The most interesting thing, and John Schumann had a little piece about this in his power rankings uh, that went up. They go up every Monday. The the Wizards' record without Bradley Beal is not that different than with Bradley Beal, so. I, I don't think the Wizards are going to be a seller. You know, everybody was looking at, at their their losing streak, um, you know, through the month of December. Godfather was trying to put mm-hmm. Kuzma in the Knicks house. He was trying. Well, mm-hmm. See, I think they might do one trade and, and Kuzma is the most eligible candidate because it seems very unlikely that he will want to extend with Washington. Um, but they need to get as much back as possible. Because they're they they can be competitive in this East. I mean they're 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 right there on a point differential basis with Indiana, and Indiana's you know four games above five hundred and sitting in that sixth spot. So I understand exactly what I'm doing here by being irrationally exuberant about the Washington <laughs> basketball team. But you know I I watched them against Milwaukee without the freak, and they just moved the ball beautifully. Like there there is a version of this Washington team that can be efficient scoring. What a comeback year for the Zinger! Porzingis has been tr- tremendous. Well. Yeah,
2: play- How about this? I'm setting a stage for this now. Raheem, get ready. Uh huh. Houses, Wizards, JJ's Knicks playing oh. golf in the morning. Yeah. Oh. Steak in the wow. mid afternoon. I moon. love this. I love Madison Square I love Garden it. at night. House. <laughs> yeah. It's around right my birthday I'm too. I'm I'm up. Let's do it. I'm there. And I'm say- And I'll I'll go conversely if. It happens to be down in our nation's capital. I get on the Amtrak, I bring the golf clubs, I get a room in the house palace, and away we go. Uh, I, I'm a terrific host.
3: <laughs> I'm a terrific host, JJ. You will not, you'll go home uh, feeling the effects. Let me just put it that way. Raheem,
2: think about it, bud. That might
0: be yeah. it. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm coming down. You gotta teach me how to play golf. Yeah, look we'll at that,
2: <laughs> you got that invite. All right, before we say goodbye, it's a light car in the NBA. Let's try to at least pick a couple of these games. This episode is brought to you by Maybelline New York. Get ready to bring the heat with Maybelline's newest lip plumping gloss, Lifter Plump. Fair warning though, it's hot. Like, literally. It's formulated with chili peppers to bring a heated sensation and an instant plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades, like Blush Blaze, Hot Honey, and more. Buy Lifter Plump now on Amazon and use the code 10PLUMP to get 10% off for a limited time. Tap the banner to learn more.
1: This episode is brought to you by Ug.
2: Okay, Raheem, I hate the card today. They're giving us absolutely nothing. There's no standalone NBA TNT. They're moving back to Thursday. Um we have three games. House's team is playing. Uh you have a favorite play today?
0: Yeah, I, I, I so I like my model actually has this Boston Celtics Oklahoma City game. I have it modeled at 2:36. Um it's obviously 2:33 right now. There's some 233s three-and-a-halves in the market. I like that. Um, you know, one of my sharper guys, he actually likes the under in the Sacramento Kings-Utah Jazz game, 242-and-a-half. Two that's, like, that's probably a smaller play. It's really scary. Um, you know, I have that modeled around 240, but um, my favorite play is probably that Oklahoma City-Boston Celtics over 236. I know House is probably going to be on the Wizards tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
3: gotta be, gotta be. We're on, on this streak now. I'm, I'm sure the freak is playing tonight. I haven't seen the announcement yet. Cause it's too early in the day, but the interesting thing uh, during this run that the wizards have been on uh, where they where they you know, during their seven one against the spread uh, since the middle of December, um, a lot of unders in their games because they've been controlling the flow a little bit. So I don't mind, you know, what about a little bit of same game parlay, just play it, you know, Washington catching the seven and a half or the eight, uh, and under two twenty nine. That that would be my my lean for for the evening
0: on my Washington Wizards. My I actually have that game. I have that game model at like two twenty one. So, um, oh. yeah, like there so, we go. I, mean, I I I a lot of times when my model has that much of a discrepancy, I'm a little bit scared. You're worried. But I'm yeah, well, yeah. The one thing worried? I'm noticing, I feel like you'd be more confident if that's the case. The the one thing I notice is that there's some two thirties in the market and there's some two twenty-nine. So I think some of the sharper books have two twenty-nine and I think they're saying something there. So I the one thing I will say is that Drew Holiday, he's coming back from a nine I think from a COVID in, um illness. So we don't yeah. know if he's gonna play, but he may not get the full allotment of minutes. I, I just I you definitely want to wait on that bill news as far as the total, but I think I agree with you on on the wizards at, at plus eight.
2: All right, here's my lean for tonight, and I think I'm going to bet this. Utah's lost a bunch of games in a row. Yet I look now, Raheem, they're favored against Sacramento tonight. I feel like that's a blind. I'm betting Utah type of spot.
0: I agree with you. I actually like that one. And, and, you know, Kevin Herter and Malik Monk are game time decisions. You know, Kevin, Kevin Herter, I mean, he opens things up. I can't, I can't say enough about him. We spoke about him earlier as far as leaving Atlanta. So I agree with you on Utah. Um, I think that's two, what's that, two and a half, three? I'm actually, seeing three and line, a half.
2: Three and a half now. Yeah, the, the line
0: just went up to three and a half. So I think the market agrees with you, Heavy.
2: How's the late night Utah Jazz? You
3: win? I don't think that I'll be awake for it. So I'm yeah, going to the that makes it more coast. fun if
2: you bet it. That makes it more fun. You throw <laughs> the bet in. You wake <laughs> up at six or
3: seven in the morning. Was
2: it a winner or a loser? You got to I a guess surprise. that's right because
3: you know what? I'm going to wake up in Los Angeles. I'm about to fly out to the left coast. I'm going to have a big dinner with too much alcohol involved, and I wake up tomorrow morning hungover. And if that loss is the low point of the day, then that's fine. I can live with that. All right, I I'll join you on that
2: one. Wow! So a big LA gathering for the house man. I've
3: just got a little bit of New Year's, you know, going out and, and rubbing some shoulders with some
2: some high-powered L.A. brass. You know how it is, J.J. Uh, well, you're one of those big wigs. You fit right in. I feel like House can go from being the common man to being the bougie man real quick. You can pull it off. Thank you. Uh, that's why you got style. You got grace. What can I say? Uh, the boys will have updates for what's going on with the NFL stuff later in the week uh i'll have nfl stuff if there is a week 18 later on this weekend on my new york pod we're thinking of demar hamlin for joe house raheem palmer jj signing off good job by the war gone warrior we'll catch you guys next week
3: this episode is brought to you by hotels.com if you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids games it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.
1: or its affiliates.